GM, GM, Daily Dosers, what is happening, everybody? It's so good to see you all. It's another fun day, another Daily Dose. And it's Friday. At least it is here where I am. So <laughs> nice to see everybody. Clemente, how's it going? Amazing, amazing. Happy Friday. Man, the, the week just flew by. I know. It's it's cranking. I love Fridays. I mean, I, I love... I try to love every day. I'll be that that person, but um, I love Fridays. It's just uh, Jill and I have a date every Friday night. Um, tonight we're gonna like cuddle up by the fire and watch some cheesy rom com. It's gonna be fabulous. I can't wait. <laughs> so um, we've got a lot of fun stuff to do today. Um, a lot of news, a lot of subjects, um, and uh, of course we're doing a po app. Um, and today is going to be better, I promise you. <laughs> so we did a little surprise POAP drop last night to to double check everything was working great. And it worked great. Um, and hopefully some of you were there for that. So uh, Clemente is going to get uh, the Voice of DeFi up on stage and Mintify and Lucky Trader. And then we're going to play uh, the Welcome the Voice. How you doing? I am doing fantastic. I echo you guys' uh, excitement about it being Friday. Woo, woo. Great. Well, why don't you carry us into the show with a little bit of music and I'll get things set up. Let's do it. kind of uh, uh, techno um, sort of matrix vibe. Thanks, boys. Appreciate it. Um, all right. We've got a lot of fun stuff to do today. I'm going to kick it off by just saying hi to everybody. We have so many friends and new friends in the audience. Uh, I'm just going to go down the line and say hi to everybody. Hi, Art Jedi. Good to see you. Luca, great to see you, brother. NY Doorman, good to see you here. Nice Ute. Uh, Lacaz, good to see you. Leslie, hello. Flea, uh, Web3 Expo. Thanks for stopping by. Crop Circle, what's up? Braden, James, uh, Victor, good to see you. Susan, Don Ticapo, as always, thanks for stopping by. I love seeing all these moonbirds. Super fun. Uzi, what's up? Uh, the the Ben Meadows, one of the brave, one of the few with his face as his PFP. Got to respect that. I did that for a minute. Maybe it was like 12 years, actually. <laughs> uh, Fabio, thanks for stopping by. And run. Oh, I'm going to scroll down. We've got a lot of friends in the audience today. Carofine, uh, how's it going? Uh, Vitals.eth, appreciate you stopping by. Joy, I see that heart. Thanks for, for saying hello. Uh, I'm just going to scroll all the way to the bottom. Let's say hello to some of you beautiful people at the bottom. Uh, Richard Hu, thanks for stopping by. I'm going to follow you back. Uh, Kalisu, uh, Wasim, I'm going to follow you back. Great. It's so fun to see everybody. All right. Got a lot of fun stuff to do. Um, Clemente has already kindly pinned the the tweet at the top. If you all could retweet that, let's get as many friends as we can. Uh, oh, let's get Mech up here as co-host. Hello, Mech. Look at that! Hey, Look hey. at that dead fella! Oh man, I'm I'm, uh, I'm seeing phenomenal. her old PFP. You know, it's been crazy because I don't have my my usual desktop, so all my all my images are at home this is what i had on my phone but um i'm at the location for the first swoosh activation i'm in atlanta with, with nike virtual studio so i'm gonna so take, fun. take this time to you know chime in with you guys and then hop to work sounds fun all right you gotta you gotta tell us what's happening uh, i appreciate you helping us out all right um so everybody again if you could just retweet that uh pin tweet let's get as many friends in this space as we can uh, really appreciate that. And also smash that purple comment button. I can see 261 of you are already doing that. It's a great way for all of us on stage to to see what's happening out there in the audience, to interact with you, uh, to say hello, to cheer you on. 
and, and more importantly, it's important for you to meet each other. So I would love for you to do that in the comment section. It's that purple uh, comment button. Now, we're going to do a little something different. Uh, I want to know what your morning routine is. So if you could type it in the chat in that purple uh, comment button, I just would love to see what everyone is doing. Um, it'd be kind of fun for you all to see what other people's morning routines are. Um, just kind of a fun little little chit chat we're going to have there. Um, I'll tell you my morning routine. So I've always been a morning person. Uh, and I, I think my dad made me that way. <laughs> he, he used to wake me up. Um, I think it was at 5 a.m. You know, ever since I was little. I grew up kind of in a in a Christian Bible world, so we would like read the Bible together, and then uh, and then um, you know would have breakfast, and so I, I always became a I was always a morning person. Anyway, but now uh, I wake up at five still. Um, I kind of wake myself up, and then I I go downstairs and I meditate for ten minutes. I use Headspace. I love it. Just ten minutes of guided meditation, and then I have a coffee. And then I usually plan for the daily dose um, from usually about 5.30 to 6. And then at 6, uh, I go to the gym. And I've got a little gym close to my house. So I go there, uh, work out, and then come back. And then it's coffee with Jill, breakfast uh, with the family, and then, and then it's work. So that's my morning routine. Uh, please share yours in the comments. we got 520 comments, y'all, already. This is bonkers. Um, so we're going to try to read as many of those as we can. All right. So... What happened with the Po app yesterday? Wow, that was painful. Oh my God, I'm sorry. We we tried. Um, I want to give props to Rev for for trying to build out this solution. Uh, we are being, you know, we have our hands tied behind our back because Twitter doesn't give us an API endpoint for all of you listeners. So the only way to 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 figure out who's here is to scrape the screen. It's limited to a thousand people. It's just it just doesn't work very well yet. Um, so we're going to go back to the good old-fashioned POAP app. Um, so Clemente is going to uh, pin a tweet uh, where I've got a link to the POAP app. Um, and uh, what you need to do is download the POAP app. It's uh, for Android or iPhone. And install it, sign in. And then when we're ready, I'm going to give you two clues today. Uh, and when I finish my second clue... Uh, then the mint window is going to open up and you have about four minutes to enter in those two clues and then, uh, and then, and then get your PO app. So just remember the two clues, no spaces, no capitals, just smash those two words together. So we're going to do our best. We're going to try to just do it this way from now on. We've been trying and iterating and changing and, and, uh, it's think it's getting a little stressful for everyone. So we're just going to do this. Uh, there's plenty of PO apps. Don't worry. We're not going to run out. Um, so everybody. Good luck. Clemente, did I, I, was that clear enough or do I need to explain anything else? That's no, great. It's good. Cool. All right. Appreciate it. Okay. So that is what's happened with POAPS. Um, so uh, first clue, friends, you ready for clue one? All right. What is the name of the fairy in Peter Pan? Once again, what is the name of the fairy in Peter Pan? Remember just one word, no spaces, no capitals. So that's your first clue for the day, everybody. Okay. All right. I'm trying to keep us on schedule here. <laughs> All right. Let's get to our Mintify Market Daily Report. Uh, so I've been using Mintify for ages. It's a power tool for NFT traders and investors. Tons of good analytics. Uh, powerful Discord. Just great tool. And so they're sponsoring the show and they're going to read out a quick 60-second Market Daily Report. So over to you, Mintify. Thank you. Thank you very much. And good morning. Let's, uh, let's get into this. The total 24-hour market volume, just under 13 mil. Highest last sale, Basie 86.33 for 613 wheat. Top three collections based on volume, Basie at 1.3K ETH. Traded 62.6 ETH floor price. Macy 370 ETH traded for price 11.68 ETH and Azuki 355 ETH traded for price of 9.9 ETH. Top gainers, Feel Art Summer by Yolo Holiday up just about 200%. I believe it's come down a little bit since then. And 1984 Global up 70%. Top losers, Valentine by Homa Games down 30%. And BMMX Neymar Jr. Episode 1 down just about 17.5%. Noteworthy market updates. 
coalition of 42 crypto firms launches CMIC Academy, a publicly available training program. And the final Lamborghini Aventador Ultima Coupe was delivered for $1.6 million, and it came with an NFT. All this while uh, crypto is really, really flat. <laughs> Ethereum at 12.12, up just about 0.3% uh, from yesterday. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, Mintify. Thanks. Um, and don't forget, y'all, you can use Mintify for, tr uh, for free. They've got a free trial. It's, good. it's a great tool. Um, seeing some fun comments already about morning routines. Uh, Axel, uh, Sabag, their routine is workout, yoga, meditation. Super Zen. I love it. Uh, Mackie, uh, my uh, twin brother, <laughs> uh, meditates Wordle. Uh, Wordle. I I hate Wordle. Sorry. I whoops. I don't. I don't want to be negative, but I suck at it. Uh, gratitude exercise, oatmeal, then whatever the day holds. I love it. Uh, James T. Kirk, who hopefully is the James T. Kirk. I'm just like willing that into existence. Uh, said rolled out of bed. Got the kid ready for school, dropped her off, hugs, kisses, and made my way to the office and did lunch with an IRL Web3 bud. Love it. Love it. Kids, man. Kids kids can take over your morning routine in a good way. All right. Um, let's keep cranking. Uh, we have next our Lucky Trader Daily Dose News. Uh, Lucky Trader is an awesome app. I have the notifications on. Uh, it's it's cutting-edge, timely uh, news in the Web3 NFT space. So take it away, Lucky Trader. Ryan, thank you, and welcome to today's Lucky Trader Top Web3 News Stories. First, Uniswap introduces NFT smart contract upgrades for ERC-20 and NFTs, promoting added flexibility, gas efficiency, and security for the token approval and swapping process. MetaMask adds NFT estimates to portfolio feature using estimates from NFT Bank that are said to be within 90% accuracy, although at a not-so-great time in the market. Magic Eden adds another new Mint format for a dual Mint experience, allowing users to Mint from its site or the NFT products website at the same time. Bugatti launches its first NFT collection today, a Mint Pass that can be redeemed for physical luggage featuring Board Ape Yacht Club PFPs and providing access to future digital drops. And then somewhat breaking this morning, rapper Drake repped a blinged out ledger device on his Instagram account this morning to his 125 million followers as ledger goes on a big crypto security tour. That's it for today, Ryan. Back to you. Love it. I just want to say, I love your kind of gravelly morning voice. Does anybody else love that? <laughs> I think it's great. Need more coffee. <laughs> it's so good. Speaking of uh, morning routines, this is so fun to read all these y'all. All right, so uh, we've got Burbman69.e says, 6 a.m. wake up, shower, sit on the couch and eat a bowl of cereal with, with my cat in my lap, go to the gym, go to work. Love it, love it. All right, we've got a good one from Chief McConnell. They say, get up, walk, run, Italian lesson. And I'm really curious, do they like walk and run and do an Italian lesson at the same time? Uh, daily morning, reading, caffeine, writing, pondering, reflection, delete 97% of emails, then get to work. <laughs> All within the first two hours of the day. I love it. These are so fun, y'all. Keep sharing these. All right. Um, so we're going to dive into uh, all the news. Um, there's a lot of interesting topics going on. Um, and one thing that I want to talk about uh, is 75% uh, of the remaining 3,700 employees at Twitter uh, apparently are leaving. And so <laughs> we, we've got something happening over at Twitter. Um, and I'm pretty curious, uh, how you all think it's going to shake out. Um, you know, apparently he sent a pretty hardcore email saying, Hey, yeah, we're going to work real hard here. You know, why don't, if you don't want to do that or don't want to be a part of it, you can leave, we'll pay you three months severance. Um, so let's talk a little about this and, uh, and let's see where it goes. And we can also dive into the news. Uh, Mr. Benjamin, go for it. Good morning, guys. How you guys doing? Doing great. Um, question actually um i will touch on the topic but uh i want to ask restivo um about his update he did mention like bugatti like the car company or can you just clarify that yeah i actually know that it's interesting it's a uh it's like a luxury um uh bag company they just right. have the same name they just have the same i was gonna say because i i'm You're in like, the original I'm in the actual Bugatti like Osprey project. So I was like, wait a minute. 
Is there an update that I don't know about? Or so wait, are you saying you drive a Bugatti? Listen, if they give us one, <laughs> if they, <laughs> I was like, get out of this space. Like, if you if have a Bugatti, one, just go do something fun right now. I mean, not saying you won't find me standing next to one in my Instagram, but I'm just saying <laughs> I, I don't own one per se. Oh, but yeah. okay. um, now, in reference to the uh, the Twitter thing, listen, I think that, and I've mentioned this a few times uh, over the course of like the whole argument. I think Elon went into the company looking at it for, from like a profit standpoint, from a, from a you know, company standpoint. He's not new to the space. He, he owns two very successful, well, more than two, tech companies. And I think, you know, I look at WhatsApp and how they sold for, you know, $16 billion, which is like $3 billion more than American Airlines is worth with all their planes and employees. <laughs> And Bonkers. they sold for $16 billion, managing 400 million plus users with a team of 55. So you look at Twitter and you're like, 70,000 employees, mm, is everyone actually working? I mean, their whole facility is like a playground. There's yoga rooms and this room and that room and lunch and breakfast and wine taps. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. Hey, we all need wine taps in our life. Oh, come uh, on. What's, what's your problem? <laughs> all right. <laughs> a wine tap. That just sounds dangerous, doesn't it? All right. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, I've got a lot of opinions as, you know, a, a founder CEO, but I don't, I don't want to be too opinionated. Uh, I will get opinion later, but I want to hear everyone's opinions first. Don't forget, if you come up on stage, throw your hand up because that lets me know uh, you've got something to say. Um, and don't feel bad if you get rotated off the stage after you speak. Uh, Clemente and Mac are going to help keep the stage fresh. Uh, so let's go to Mackie. I signed up for Mastodon today. I'm uh I'm a little nervous uh -oh. about Twitter. Uh, All right, but tell us what I, Mastodon is in case people don't know. It's a decentralized social networking app, very similar to Twitter. Uh, definitely some major differences. There, I bet there's like be... one person on it. Uh, I, I got invited by somebody who has. So people can create <laughs> their own personal servers. Uh, and I'm not really sure how that works, but it seems like there's some. Uh, and I think that's the decentralization part, right? Got it. But I don't know. Uh, I haven't used it. But I think you can follow people across servers now, which was a feature that I think they didn't have up until like, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago or something. I, I'm really brand new to it. So everything I'm saying is just... Got it. So, so you don't actually know what you're talking about, Mackie. Correct. Just calling you out. Okay. Correct. <laughs> and I want to be clear about I'm that. trying this new thing. I don't really know what it is. Um, no, I love it. it. It is interesting. I mean, I see all these tweets. People are like, all right, so are we all leaving Twitter? You know, where are we going? And of course, we're not because there's nowhere else to go. Well, you <laughs> got to hedge your bets, though. Yeah, you won't find anybody. But yeah, fair enough. All right, let's hear from Dennis. How's it going? Dennis, hello. Dennis is going to ignore us. GM, GM, daily oh, dosers. Okay, I, just want, I just wanted an entrance, uh, if I'm honest. Yeah, whatever. No, I me. forgot to unmute. <laughs> Welcome. Um, happy Friday. How are you doing, Ryan? I'm doing great. Yeah, I'm just... I'm feeling positive and excited. I, I just love hanging out with you all. So feeling great. That's awesome. Um, on this Twitter subject, okay, I have to be careful with my words, but um, basically there's something um, about leading with empathy. Okay. So I've personally had the pleasure of seeing a CEO lead with, with what he called compassionate leadership. And there's something to say about the way that you treat the people you work with, the care that you show for them, et cetera. And basically the philosophy be like around compassionate leadership and, and leading a company with empathy means that you're really showing your care for the people who work with you. And so like if you send a, a, an email that comes off a little bit rough, that doesn't show compassion and, and just doesn't lead in a certain way which I think now in today's world, it's very expected to be treated like a human uh, naturally. And I will say that I am a huge Elon fan. And so, um, you know, I, I believe in him. I'm a fan of his visions and, and the, the stuff that he's created. But um, yeah, I think if, if we think about what's happened with Twitter recently with the employees, I can't help to think that it's something much deeper than just work. It, it might be something else. Yeah, it's, I guarantee you it's complex right? What's actually happening. Um, and, uh, boy, you could, you could look at this either from, Hey, this is a business, right? Uh, this business is losing money every day. Um, this business is not gaining traction. Let's fix it. 
whatever that takes. And then you could look at the other side and say, Hey, there's a bunch of humans here with families and, and lives and, and things going on. Um, you know, how could you, how, how can you meet those two things in the middle? Um, so, but we all know what kind of leader Elon is. And uh, to be honest, I'm not surprised like this is happening. Uh, I'm not saying I love everything about it, um, but I'm 0% surprised. So uh, I want to go to Mech, my amazing co-host, and then we'll uh, jump to Voice of DeFi after that. Yeah, this one's interesting to me because I think um, it, it, it feels, I want to say like we could have predicted this, like he walked in with a sink, you know what I mean? So you kind of know. He's going to do whatever he wants to do. It's odd that um, he only owns 9% and has that much ownership of shifting the culture of, of the entire company. Um, but I will say that, like, in order for it to become the thing he wants it to be, you kind of have to clean house. Um, it sounds like his vision for Twitter is a lot different from what it currently is. And I think giving people an ultimatum was kind of, you know, I don't want to say, like, the ideal situation, but... I think he kind of, you know, he gave people an opportunity. He, I don't know if he should yeah. have fired all the people first and then doled out the ultimatum. Like he could have, you know, been a little more thoughtful. I think um, they tried to hire a bunch of the people back that he put first fired because the implementations of the things he wanted to do weren't going to be possible since he fired everybody. Like, I don't think he went about it the right way, but I do think that like telling people like, hey, you're going to have to work long hours and people going, oh, that's not what we do here. I, I get to opt out. That, I think that's fair, but I, but I yeah. think like the initial move to like fire everybody and then go, oh, we need those people. Oh, let's try to get them back. Right. I think you know people start to feel like Yeah, it's 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 this idea of like you've been at a company for how many years, and then somebody new comes in and decides they're going to change everything about the way that the culture works, and you know it feels like you're expendable at that point. So I think people yeah. just don't feel valued, and and they're just like, you know what? There's there's lots of other places to go. Um, yeah. That and and you know it's gonna. I guess we'll have to wait and see. We'll we'll see how it how it pans out. But there's a lot of stuff popping up. Like people are, I got an invite to Farcaster. Uh, Mastodon's been around for a while. Um, there's you know some alternatives popping up, and I think there's also some stuff that's like bubbling up um, that hasn't really launched yet that I think are gonna start to take the place. And we'll we'll right. see. But but what I know is like Web three doesn't have a front door, so that no. opportunity is wide open for somebody to jump into. Amen. Thanks, Mac. Um, yeah, it's going to be really fascinating to see how this shakes out. Um, want to read a couple more uh, fun uh, morning routines. Uh, Leslie Mata says, feed the doggies, read scriptures and meditate, do the bed, drink coffee and get on Twitter for the Daily Dose. Love it. It's an amazing morning routine. Uh, ben Holds Utes or Ben on Chain says, five, uh, wake up and drink water, 5.30 workout number one. That means there's more than one workout here. 6.45 shower and get ready, seven meal prep, 7.30 go to university. Uh, ben on chain sounds very organized. Good job. <laughs> all right. Um, I think we could talk about Twitter all day. So I am going to limit the conversation so we can talk about a couple other things. Uh, so let's go to a couple more hands and then we'll transition. Uh, Voice of DeFi, you're next. So I have empathy all around, both for Elon and management that's having to do this, as well as the employees, which are losing their jobs or, or leaving on their own. Uh, once life i was well i still am i'm a pharmacist uh, I, I always loved the name daily dose by the way oh wow yeah. i learned all sorts of things about you this yeah I, I know uh but uh i kind of moved up the ranks in where i was at and i became the director of operations for a small let's call it chain and we would acquire other pharmacies along the way since i was director of operations i'd have to come in and sometimes you found that their payroll was a little too little too fat for uh, that acquisition and uh, I would have to go in and do that really bad, uh, you know, talk to say like, hey, we're going to have to let you go. And it was awful. I felt I had tears shed over. I hated it. Yeah, but then, it was the worst. Years, yeah. But then a couple of years later, the uh, company that I was working with got acquired and I was sitting at the table and I was at the other end of the table being told, uh, thanks, but no thanks uh, for your services. Uh, you're going to have to go. So I feel it from the other side as well. And uh, it just, it's just a bad situation. It just sucks. There's, it's necessary. I get it. I know why Elon has to do it. But uh, at the same time, these are people that are, you know, trying to put food on the table, trying to uh, feed their kids, that sort of thing. And uh, it just sucks all around. I'm sure they'll land on their feet, though. Yeah. Yeah, boy. It'll be interesting to see how it shakes out. Um, Susan, how's it going? Can't hear you. 
Is she rugging? Yeah. <laughs> Susan, we can't hear you. Yep. Sorry. I will come back to you. Hopefully we can sort that out. Restivo, over to you. GM, GM. GM, GM. Um, well, I know you want to move off Twitter. Are you eating right now? I was just oh mashing my, down some oh uh, a little almond croissant. What, um, what kind of place are you running here? Okay. That's part of my morning routine. Is <laughs> are you at the doctor routine. last time? You're eating <laughs> croissants now. <laughs> I um I was hoping to – some people were, were hitting me up in my DMs um, because they had a question for you, Ryan. I'd, I'd love to ask you. I think it's a really uh -oh. good one. Um, you didn't you didn't prep me for this. I know I should have, but it's a, it's a layup. <laughs> okay. Um, they, they, they were just you know there's a lot of people founding NFT projects and they're thinking about you know what the the whole macro picture of the environment. I mean, you can argue this whole Twitter thing is a is is due to a, a rough macro environment, but you know they're wondering how does this change things for you at 121G? How are you thinking about um, changing your strategy? Are you thinking about changing your strategy? Um, I got like hit with like multiple questions on this in my DM. So sorry to put you on the spot, but I got to do it. No, I love it. I, the answer is I'm constantly changing my strategies because we, we live and work in the most, you know, fluid, uh, industry I've ever been in. Um, so the answer is absolutely yes. Um, we actually have another tranche of capital that came in yesterday that, that I'm, you know, preparing to deploy and thinking a lot about this. Um, Boy, it's it's a it's a very fluid situation, right? You know, I mean, you have very, uh, I would say, what I feel are safe assets like uh, BAYC, you know, dropping and dropping and dropping, and appear to be a very good buy. And then you have, you know, new projects that we could get into that I believe in that you know are a much uh, you know lower entry point. Then we've got OpenSea, you know, shipping, uh, you know, with new contracts and and and. Uh, royalty enforcements. And, and then we've got, uh, just, I mean, there's so much going on. So I guess that the kind of cop-out answer is yeah. Adjusting everything every day, all the time. Um, but that's my job as an NFT venture capitalist, I guess. So, but that does, I feel like I got out of your question. No, I think that's a fair answer. I think, I think it's a very fluid situation. I think the idea that you can make like, you know, the perfect decision in a matter of seven days or 10 days since this whole thing broke down, I think there's, I think just being being able um, to be adaptive is super important in these times, and I think that's that's the same advice for founders as well. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. I mean, I will say I'm I'm very bullish on the way OpenSea is looking at this, and if you look at the volume charts as well, I mean, we're seeing OpenSea is is clearly back in in the number one spot again. Um, I did invite Pac-Man to come back on uh, the show, and he's going to come on soon. Just talk about Blur and now what they're doing to enforce royalties. And so there's a lot of good things going on. My, my gut instinct is we're moving towards a, a world where creators are able to control those royalties. And I love that. And I'm, I'm very excited that it appears that that's where we're going, but, but we will see. Um, let's do one more hand. And then I actually want to switch to a discussion topic. Um, and so prepare yourself for that. Let's go to, uh, UML. Hello, GMGM. GM, welcome. Thank you. So, how was your uh, trip, Brian? It was awesome until FTX melted down. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my God, FTX! Anyway, I'm just tired that. of looking at FTX. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Have you all heard that everyone's calling uh, Sam he who shall not be named now? I thought that was kind of funny. So, anyway, yes, it was. It was okay. Thanks for asking. Yep, that's great. We had fun with Clementine and. Mike as well. So, uh, well, for the Twitter situation, uh, I mean, uh, my speakers before me has already covered it pretty much. But in my opinion, I think, yeah, I do like Elon as a person on what his visions are and what he does. But he did go a bit harsh on, you know, striking down suddenly on the Twitter employees. I mean, <laughs> come on, you just acquired the company. Uh, we know that you know the culture of Twitter. I mean, uh, and uh, the, the the culture of Twitter is unique in a way, right? I mean, I think every social media platform does have a bit of unique culture, and uh, but like it, it was a bit harsh on the Twitter employees and all that. Yeah, uh, it was a bold move, but he's a bold yeah. person, right? So I, not surprised. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, he he does make quick 
and spontaneous decisions <laughs> that's yeah. why he is where he is i mean if he had been uh, mulling over whether he should start tesla for like 2 years uh, not start i mean acquire tesla or start spacex whatever be the case i think he who would not be where he is so that that the decision was definitely in his character sort of but yep. well we'll see how it plays out yeah um, definitely i hmm. Thanks for stopping by. Do you have another question? Uh, I don't have another question. I like I had a discussion which we can have potentially. Like, uh, have you heard about the Genesis fallout? Um. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. We're and that they're looking for a billion dollars. <laughs> so, it's, yeah, uh, it's a little nerve wracking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that can be a good topic for discussion because I think the implications of if Genesis falls out can be. uh humongous i mean uh because it is basically a ba- a super bank a reserve no. ba- a central bank sort of for it's running a many... lot of defi and a lot of liquidity behind mm-hmm. the scenes so yeah we'll, we'll we probably will get into that not today but um oh, okay. let's let's see how it shakes out and then uh, we might come back to that on monday but i appreciate you bringing it up gotcha all right Thanks. No problem. Thanks for stopping by. Um so I want to transition off Twitter cuz I think we could just kind of talk about it all day and I do want to keep the show moving. Um apologies for you folks on stage that had your hands up and couldn't get to you. I want to s- move into a discussion. Um and I'd like to uh propose a question uh and then I'm going to p- post a poll and see what everybody thinks. And here's the question. What does being a long-term holder in an NFT project mean to you? What makes you decide if you invest in a project for the long term or short term or short term? So I want to talk about long term versus short term and how you think about that. Um it's something I think about all day every day. Um so I'm going to post a poll on that. Would love to get everyone's answers on that. So let's transition to that subject. What is what is short term for you? What is long term for you? Uh and how do you decide between the two? Um so uh let's go to uh What we're going to do if you guys like if y'all cycle your hands down and then put them back up if you want to specifically comment on that uh then uh all right Gene I saw you go for it. Hey, what's up? Um I hope I sound all right. I got the that fancy setup that you, you sound have. good. Well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, I mean, I, so I, I I think long term means you don't care about the floor price, which is a thing that people say a lot, but like I think short term is like, okay, I don't really like I just want to flip this. I want to get in and get out and I don't really see or care about a long term vision. And I think for something to be a long-term hold, you have to really it has to be core to your identity and you have to be an active participant in the community. So I think that like for example people who hold hold board apes that's like a part of their identity. It's like I'm like you know it's like in the same way that I'm like I'm black, I'm male, I'm you know I'm a I'm a board ape holder. <laughs> you know like that that's not, that's it's sort of like part of their community identity. And then the other one like I hold an empty portal and I feel like you know the community Nick and PO like the Discord it's active like it's you know once you start you know if you're talking in the discord every day you don't want to sell that uh because it's like it's your past to this community so i think those are really the two things like genuine community and then like a core part of your identity interesting so so as soon as you become as soon as your identity becomes attached to a community and you and you want to be a part of it then it becomes long long term so can you can you give me a month uh time span on how you tend to look at long term versus short term I mean I think long term is like I just don't see myself selling this unless you know, like like I don't like for example like my nifty I don't I don't just, like I don't even factor it like in as part of my holdings right it's just kind of like oh it's 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 there but it's not really there like I'm not really checking it because I I just know I'm not I don't really plan to sell it anytime soon and then short term is just like I mean the short term I'm checking it every you know that's why I I got a lot of, <laughs> a lot of stuff cuz I was just like you know, and I got luck I I kind of lucked out because like I would something like street machine or something right would it would be point i buy it at point 4 it would go to like point 3 i'm like you know i'm i'm out of here right <laughs> um, i'm done and 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 i check back you know i mean a month later and it's at 0.05 so it, those turned out to be good but i think it's like short term you're just checking the floor price you know like more than you check like the weather you know the got time it. got it no that totally makes sense thank you so the poll is live um already getting some votes in interesting to see how you all think about long term versus short term Um let's go to Mr. Dubai Web3. Hey, what's up GM fam? Good to, GM, good GM, to be welcome. back here. Good to be back. Um so for for long term, um I I think the the mid-tier projects, they or, or early tier projects, you, you need these diamond hand holders because it, you know, if it's a slow rug, it, 
you need some people that'll just keep holding on just hold uh, for, forever. Um, so maybe it works out to their advantage. Uh, but in terms of rubbing virtual elbows and or or um, going out to to physical IRL events and like getting to know the people and uh, and understanding who they are and um, you know maybe the Discord is not just a po poker group where you know you're learning you're growing people are excited for one another like my success is your success you know if it's that type of we're all mm -hmm. in it together type of vibe um, I think that type that type of Discord or those type of events where it's a good positive vibe um, um, you know markets could be wherever. Uh, NFTs tokens could could be moving wherever, but it's just that positive energy and, and vibe that that uh, that helps me to be a long term holder into a project. I hear um, that. Yeah, that makes sense. That, you know, that's what I like. that that makes a lot of sense. Um, I think it seems like you're talking about community. I mean, actual community is truly valuable to us as humans, and we we protect it and we value it. Um, it's really interesting to see that the effects on our psyche and our behavior, you know, when our finances are affected, right? Um, you know, we saw a lot of market, a lot of projects launch into the bull, you know, February, March, April, you know, Moonbirds was one of them. And that was easy to be a community then because, you know, the number was going up and everybody was excited. It's, it's very interesting and, and difficult and challenging and fascinating to see what happens to communities as, as, you know, the, the floor goes down. Um, I'm particularly excited about building this community during the, a, a time when it's really tough. Um, and I'm really enjoying getting to know you all and building something, you know, while things are hard and, and, and while, uh, we really need to lean on each other. Um, so I'm particularly enjoying that. Um, let's keep going around on this, this question. We're discussing the idea of what is being a long-term holder in an NFT project mean to you and what makes you decide it, whether you hold for long-term or short-term, and then we have a poll. Um, I'll share some of the results already. We've got 346 votes. Um, the majority of you consider 12 plus months being a long-term hold, 60% uh, of you. Uh, then 30% uh, of you think it's six to 12 months, and only about 8% of you think zero to three months. So we're, we're looking at the majority of folks thinking 12 months plus is, is what they consider long-term hold. Um, let's go to Emily Loves Crypto. Welcome back. Oh, I, don't, I don't think, yeah, I don't think she's actually up here. She's we lost rugging, Emily. Rugging pretty hard. Emily, yeah. come come on back when you can. We'd love to hear. Uh, Emily has awesome technical analysis, so hopefully she'll come back. Let's go to John. Hey, GM. Um, GM. Yeah, I bucket my purchases into two types of buckets. I have the art bucket and a community bucket. For the art, it's just something I want to collect and own. I want to support the artist so they can keep making the art that I enjoy. Um and I don't buy that with the intention of making any money or having any intention to sell. So I think for me, those are always long-term holds. I mean, long-term in the space is what a couple of years, but long-term hold is I have no intention to sell. And then the community is the one where I buy because I want to be in the sphere of influence of people that I admire or I want to learn from and grow together with. Uh, oftentimes it provides physical events or online forums to discuss. And for those, I actually assess it every three to six months. Um, this is an unpopular opinion, but I actually feel like community is more brittle than than the two options that I've described. I've noticed in a lot of projects that I joined, it was all fun and amazing the first couple months, and then they all move, a lot of them move on. Mm. And I realized that why I bought in and enjoyed the community initially was for those people, and then they're gone. Oh, and so, that's so hard, isn't it? This is where we keep talking about attention. Yeah. And, and you, you can't be in a community unless you give it your attention. And so your attention becomes your currency oh. and that you, you have a limited amount, period. Exactly. Yeah. You know? So, and, and that, that is hard. You, you come into a community, everybody's there, and then it feels like people leave and you lose the community. This is why I, I, I feel, I'm so frustrated with Discord. You know, I just feel splintered. Um, and then the, the notification, you know, circles tell me, oh, there's stuff going on and I don't have time to get to it all. That's why we don't have a Discord, y'all, for this community. And I don't know if we will. Like, uh, you know, here we are on this space together, spending time together, and we can chat to each other. So, you know, that's the current the current plan. Um, yeah, and and just to chime in one more one more thing as well. Something I've thought of is, you know, as 
we've talked about the discussion of royalties and it reminds me of like the old days of buying music and whatnot. And I always wonder if, if in the future we'll see some sort of a subscription product where you can be part of many communities maybe. And, mm. or I think um, for dead fellas, when they had the Halloween party, they invited, it was a bunch of different NFT holders could come and attend. And I love that stuff because then you don't have to choose where you want to be. You're all together at the same time. Oh, that's an interesting um, idea. All right. Yeah, so um, thanks John. All right. Uh, I will go to you in a second, Emily, but guess what time it is, everybody? It's time for clue number two. Clue number two, everybody. So uh, get ready because the mint window is going to be short uh, and you'll have to get it in time. The mint window is going to open at nine minutes after. It's going to close at 14 minutes after. So everybody get your POAP app out, <laughs> the POAP app, and uh, uh, click mint and then uh, click uh, secret word, I think it is. Um, and here's your second clue. What colors are the stars on the American flag? So one more time, what colors are the stars, really what color should I say, are the stars on the American flag? So remember, uh, there's two answers to the clues, you know, uh, an answer for clue one, an answer for clue two. There's don't put any spaces or any capitals in there. Just put all the words together, okay? Uh, the mint window opens in one minute, uh, it closes at, 14 minutes after the hour and uh and there's plenty of codes y'all there's 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 2000 codes so everybody should get one um just uh just crank and and hopefully y'all will get your pop okay so uh, clement did i explain that okay yeah it's good to go okay cool i, I think everyone hands. everyone now is uh, watching watching the clock waiting I for know. that the nine minutes <laughs> Did you have a, a question or a thought? Yeah, really quick, Ryan, because I, you know, I, I kind of have, have learned this a little bit from you. I think over the last month and a half or so is like when I'm when I'm looking at what project to buy now. Like I'm I'm really only looking to make these long term investments, just because like short term speculation is a lot, a lot riskier right now. That the upswings are lower and shorter, and it's it's a lot riskier for me at least. So I'm like, what I'm considering when when looking at these long term investments is one pretty much like, hey, do they have the money to survive, right? Like, do they have the money to basically maintain their business for the next 12 plus months, right? Because I think a lot of people that, a lot of projects that minted in January that weren't super careful, maybe kept a lot of the treasury in ETH, aren't looking too hot right now, right? Um, the second thing that I'm looking at is honestly just performance risk, right? Like if one of the things that I'm, I'm I, the reasons why I think like CryptoPunks are so valuable is they have zero performance risk. They could do nothing for the next five years and they're still going to be one of the top of the top and surprisingly one of the things that came up for me recently that i was thinking about was like crypto dick butts for example what they don't have a role they don't have a like hey this is what we're going to do <laughs> yet they still maintain that relevancy that kind of brand in in the crypto space right so that's mm. just kind of things that i'm thinking about um is like performance risk and like hey how long can they kind of keep what they're doing so yep yeah gosh execution risk risk is is nerve-wracking it's also frustrating that the market reacts to execution risk sometimes unfairly, um, you know, not giving founders enough time to actually ship things. Uh, my my long term views is four years, y'all. Um, that's actually determined by the the length of 121G's fund. Um, so we're a four year fund. So I'm thinking way out, um, you know, which is why we haven't sold anything. Um, we're betting long term on a, on a bunch of projects. So. Um, I want to go to Emily Loves Crypto in a second, and then we will uh, transition uh, to another topic. Uh, welcome back, Emily. Hi. Sorry, I was dropping my daughter off at school, and we like live in the woods. So That's super important. Thinking. That's way more important than this, so I love it. School is very important. Um, yeah. So I think you know what's important to clarify about NFT projects is that not all NFT projects are the same, and it's pretty easy to categorize them. There's some that are based on blockchain technology. There's some that are just for the art and for fun. And there's some that are selling community as their product. Um, so once you dissected them into, you know, whatever bucket they fit into, then I think it's um, a lot easier to make evaluation or a decision on what you're trying to do with it. Um, I think in 2021, community as a product was the biggest, uh, I guess, meta out there. Um, but what's interesting is a lot of the people that were making these projects didn't have any real experience in creating communities and especially communities at scale. Um, you know, 10,000 mints um, or even many thousands is a lot of people to manage and entertain 
and organize. Um, and I think that's why we saw a lot of them in one chat room too. Yes. And I, yeah, I think that's why we watched a lot of them fail because they just didn't know what to do with all of the energy and everything that was going on. It's just uh, largely chaos. But when I buy an NFT, unless it's just something for the art that I really like, and like, maybe I think the story is fun. And I think the artist has a lot of potential. um, And it's just something that, you know, I like to look at and see in my wallet. And um, what I'm what I'm really considering is that I'm buying the I'm buying the first version of this product. And this product is developing in an ecosystem that's very young. And there isn't a lot of um, even like engineering creativity and power behind it yet. So does the team have the ability to utilize, you know, the platform that is the blockchain in a cool way? And do I think I'm going to see any sort of a return on that? And I think, um, you know, we're seeing new models that really make that uh, a lot easier to decide, right? Like staking basically as a rental mechanism. So I have like a continuous income from an NFT Mm. or, you know, do I get service, unlimited service to an app that I want to use or specialized service to an app I want to use? Or am I going to, you know, find myself at exclusive parties when I go to NFT events? And like, I think, you know, making sure that whatever you expect fits, uh, you know, your actual use. Like if I can get use out of it, then like, I think that's cool and fun. I'm one of the people that, you know, is always doing new tech. Um, You know, I'm always want to try the new thing. So I think that's important. But like, you know, when it comes down to it, being able to break down, you know, what type of project is it? What do I expect as a holder? And what's the timeline to meet that expectation, I think is important. And I think that's why we don't see things like metaverse, you know, VR type stuff, um, gaining popularity more because the tech isn't there to support the vision, vision. support, yeah, to support what they, you know, are hoping for. And I think, you know, that's why it's really important to get these large players in there. Um, And, you know, everyone kind of groans and Facebook is like, yeah, the metaverse, but like, those are the people that know how to build infrastructure at scale. And I was really excited to hear that Apple is going into it because, you know, they're known for their super reliable, easy to use um, hardware. So I think those, you know, I think we want those big supporters in there and we want to know who's connecting with them. Um, and that's really who I would place my big bets on. I, you know, I think, you know, Board Ape Yacht Club is an anomaly. Like, I think it was just right place, right time. Right. Not going to happen like that again. And the market has evolved a lot since then. I don't think there's a place for a project like that anymore. I really. 100%, 100% agree. Yeah. It's, yeah, so. it's an outlier and uh, should not be, you know, copied. I, I couldn't agree more. Like, we need, um, we need these large players to come in to build out some of this infrastructure. I mean, the hard, the hard part is obviously that we really don't want it to be centralized, but the, the, the capital and the time and the experience required to actually build something that, that could scale uh, and actually get adoption will probably come from one of those players. So Emily, thanks for stopping yeah. by and I'm, I'm glad you dropped off. Can I just follow that up with kid. one thing? Sure. Yeah. Um, so what I think is going to make or break a winner in web three is really understanding the difference between centralizing your services and um, utilizing the decentralization that comes native with the architecture of blockchain. If someone manages to build an at scale service, that's really, um, you know, capitalizing on the decentralized nature. I think that's what is going to win here. I don't think you can come in and win this game with the, you know, same old web two stuff that we're used to, I think that's going to rub people the wrong right. way. And we're going to see um, not this, not the right foundation built. Uh, I think understanding that web three is inherently at the architecture level different than web two is going to be key to the success here. Key. key. Amen. Couldn't agree more. Thank you. Appreciate you, Emily. Um, all right, let's go next to Laguna. Welcome. Hello. Yeah, I think for me, when I think about long term, I'm looking for my belief in the team and their ability to execute on leadership, on community and on communications. And when I say community, I don't really mean like buzzword community, but like the actual web of people who they've made to attract and how those people interact with each other. Right. I think like some of the best communities in the space uh, you can't tell what kind of market it is that day, right? Like 
I love that. If you can go into a Discord and tell whether the charts are red or green today, for me, that is a sign of a really shaky community. Yes, right? uh, energy, I totally you know, agree. We're feeding off negative energy. People are really scared. There's a lack of support. And I think, unfortunately, like the space we're in, like you have to recognize that there's like a financial underpinning to everything we do. And, you know, some communities are really great at either hiding that or embracing that. But I think that's where the strong communities come. Yes. Gosh, I love it. Preach it. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Gosh, I, I echo everything you're saying. Thanks, Laguna, for, for stating that so eloquently. Uh, let's go back to Susan. Welcome back. Hopefully you yes, can Yes, I'm speak. sorry. Can you hear me now? <laughs> we can. Hello. <laughs> hey, um, wow. What a, what a great topic. It's really near to my heart as a game developer. Um, I think the most daunting thing for game developers getting into the Web3 space is how you know, focused everything has been about, you know, liquidity and flipping and floor price and everything. Uh, I, I talk to other game teams about this all the time. Uh, and it, it, it's, it's, um, it's a different mindset to try to think even about how you launch a project and how you protect your OG audience and all of these things that, you know, game teams have never had to think about before. Um, you know, but what everyone is saying is so, is so wonderful and true because, you know, the, the whole point of Web3 shouldn't just be about turning everything into DeFi. It's about digital ownership and the idea that we were renting stuff and now we're buying stuff and we're going to start to expect that, that, that we own things. And so, you know, the underlying value doesn't have to come anymore from just the ability to quickly turn it from a profit for a profit any more than, you know, we hate take long-term stocks or, or investments in Ethereum and stuff and leave them. I don't, I don't touch most of my investments for years. I'm, I've been teaching my kid, you know, to get stocks and to have a bit of ETH. And he says to me, can I sell it? I'm like, no, you can sell it in like Never. 10 years. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Already you're already selling like 0.25 ETH back to us because he wanted like money to spend the Christmas <laughs> money. He's like, can I have Taught that back? Like, no, no. <laughs> but we did tell him we'd protect the floor price on it. We said that like, we're trying to teach you a lesson, but we don't want to hurt you here. So, you know, we'll, we'll guarantee you a minimum. Wow, well that, can, but, I, can I invest with you, please? <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> and the same thing happened with Roblox. He bought a share of Roblox stock and then he got really pissed off and a share of Unity stock and he got pissed off that it wasn't going up. And we're like, look, this is a lesson to learn here. Like it's, it's not about now. It's about what does it look like 10 years from now? And, and I think the same thing Love is so it. important here. And it's why why our motivations need to be aligned, you know, going back to the secondary royalties topic, which was such a thing to talk about before he who shall not be named. Um, it's, <laughs> it's so important that, that our incentives be aligned. You know, like we're building a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff costs a lot of money to make. It shouldn't be about, you know, you know, we're done now. And it, it, it's, it's you to go and, and, and commercialize this thing we sold you. Like you want us to be, Amen. you want us to not release more. You want us to not flood the market. The best way to do that is to make sure that our future is tied to the future of the thing that you buy from us, right? Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of incentive dynamics that are, are fascinating that have to be uh, navigated and, and uh, you know, psychology issues. And, uh, but I appreciate that, Susan. Thank you. Um, let's keep moving. We got about 10 minutes left. Um, we're going to do a couple more little mini segments. Uh, but before we do, uh, I want to go to final Ryan. Hey, TGIF Daily Dozers. Uh, TGIF. Yes. Thank goodness. What a, what a, week again <laughs> again um yeah um so um for myself um it's much more simpler like something it, it, I, I just get i buy what i like on and, and i know that's like oversimplified and you know the cliche is we're here for the art but that's honestly how i got into web3 you know uh i, I tom Sachs is one of my favorite artists and that's how I got introduced to the space because to me, his involvement kind of legitimized it. I, I didn't look at rocket it from factory, the Rocket Factory, right? Right. The, the Rocket Factory oh, and now so, the Mars Rock. Such a fun project. Exactly. And it's fun. Like, I, it's funny because it was literally not even until I got into the space that I understood that people were in it to, to make money. And, and it's kind of, I know that like, comes off really naive, but no, really because. What a fun way to enter the space. Right. And, and it's um, so it's it's always funny to me, though, that like when people uh, go on Twitter and they proclaim that something is their forever insert PFP project. And it, it's kind of like I know a lot of that is hyperbole and, and just being performative, but it's like, 
guys, we, we've barely been in it for a year now. Like, how do you even know that you're going to hold on to this oh, for that long? Right. It's just, it's, it's, it's just an interesting thing to talk about, but, and I honestly think when it comes to, you know, uh, just a couple of comments on community that um, I really do think you see the, the actual quote unquote community uh, build after the mint, because it's just been my experience that, you know, especially now with this whole new meta regarding applications and basically people trying to share online how much they love a project when you can't even explain what it is. And I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not going to call out any uh, specific project, but um, the reality is, especially in the, in the, in in the day in today, you know, discourse will be wildly active before the mint. And it's honestly because they're trying to get on the whitelist or the allow list. Let's be completely honest about that, right? And they're going to say what they think that the people who are picking these people want to hear that, you know, so they'll, that they'll get picked. And then look at the sentiment immediately after the mint, especially if the project doesn't do as well as, you know, they thought it was going to do. Right. Right. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's like, we all have different reasons for why we we pick projects long term and short term, um, but it's just kind of it's just interesting to see like how it actually plays out over and over again. Yeah, you know, and, and unfortunately, yeah, you. you know, it's just it is what it is, right? No, um, thanks for calling it out. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's just it's just like I think we have to call it out for what it is. Um, but I think I think we're getting to a place now because of the the situation with the the market in general that it really is shaking out people who weren't here because like uh, I believe it was Emily before me who are you know really understanding the underlying technology yeah. and and its potential. So yeah. you know we'll see what happens. Yeah, well, it'll shake out. I think you know real communities tend to stand the test of time and like laguna was saying it, it's it's about actual human interaction and connection and support and uh and I, I do really want to encourage you all to to meet each other in the comments uh to connect with each other help each other that's the best way we're going to build this community um 100 so please keep doing that in the comments there's so many fun comments uh i've been reading all about your morning routines i love it um it looks like uh we uh hit the the mint limit on the PO app so that there's 2000. I think what I'm going to do next time y'all, uh, is to make sure everybody in the room can get one. What I'll do is I will open the mint window immediately after I give the clue. Uh, that way there'll be less farming. Um, and also I'll up the, the, the mint limit. So hopefully we won't run out. So FYI, a lot of you did get of it, get it. Some of you didn't, um, uh, it's going to get farmed. And so I'll just, uh, open the mint window right after I give the clue. That way it makes it harder to farm and I'll just up the mint limit. So bear with us. We'll get there. We're real close. Uh, Clemente, I saw your hand. Yeah, right. So uh, this is a, a new segment we're we're trying out. Um, I know a lot of people have been have been wanting to ask you some, some questions. Uh, I see a lot of them in the comments, but uh, one of the segments that I want to roll out is, is uh, possibly, you know, I, I don't have a good name for it yet, but it's the Carson question of the day. Um, so every day, uh, I just put up a pinned up uh, a tweet up top. What question should I ask Ryan on Monday? If you have anything you'd like to ask Ryan about his background, about his entrepreneurial background experience in VCs, speaking, whatever it is, or in Web3, feel free to ask. I'll pick one every single day. Yesterday, this was asked by Mikhail, uh, Mikhail.eth um, during the late night session that we did. Uh, but the question is, what can we do to help and support you with your upcoming project in mid 2023. Oh, cool. Um, good question. And I, I love this idea for a segment because I want to be able to connect with you all more. And um, and it's it's fun to answer your question. So thanks for thinking of that. Um, I think the the best thing that you all could do is just keep doing what you're doing right now, which is show up to the spaces and support each other. Now, you know things are going to go a little bit sideways every once in a while with the PO app, right? And and I, I think the folks that are really here for the community uh, understand that and understand that this is a long-term game and we're probably going to be doing over 200 shows. Um, there's plenty of time to get enough PO apps if, if you really do want to be a part of the community. So just keep showing up and keep supporting each other. Um, keep 
you know, requesting to come on stage and sharing really good knowledge. Um, and, and so what I'm basically saying is help each other because a real community is actually real people connecting and supporting um, and, and encouraging each other. So that's the best thing possibly. Um, you know, if you see people are having trouble with PO apps or don't understand what's going on with the project, you could always just encourage them and say, hey, this is a long-term game. You know, this isn't, you're not going to win by just, you know, whether you got one PO app more than someone else or, or you missed one here or there. It's, it's really a long-term game. So um, please keep showing up. Please uh, keep helping each other. Um, and uh, over the long term, I think we're going to build something something really great. So um, that is uh, my answer to that. So thanks, Clemente. Um, got a, only three minutes left. And, uh, oh, I see Gentle Tornado here. What is up, brother? <laughs> my man, dude. Woo-woo. Let's fucking go, baby. We are absolutely <laughs> fucking riding. I'm so pumped to be here. So pumped for all these just amazing people here. Speakers are absolutely incredible. Clemente and Mick. You guys are fucking crushing. Listen, Ryan, I got one question for you, dude. Let's hear what it. Grateful, what are you grateful for today, brother? Oh, my gosh. I'm so grateful that my 11-year-old wants to spend time with me by playing Magic the Gathering. So, dude, let's go! I... Throw some hearts up for Ryan right now! <laughs> I love you. Thanks you so much for coming. Um, so we were, at, uh, Gentle and I were both in a coffee with captain earlier and we were just talking a lot about positivity and, and how absolutely it, it important it is to our souls and our, our days and our lives. So I appreciate you so much. Um, yeah, I, you know, every one thing that's interesting about meditating that's taught me is like how to be present. Um, and, and it's so bonkers how often I'm not present, you know, I'll literally be somewhere and, and I'm not there. And so recently when I'm playing magic, the guy with my kiddo, you know, I'll, I'll sit there and I'll like feel the ground underneath my shoes. You know, I'll touch the table. I'll look into his eyes and it's like, man, I'm here right now. Um, and I'm so thankful that, uh, that he wants to spend time with me. So I, I appreciate that question. And, um, I would encourage you all right now, like, you know, if, whether you're sitting or standing, like feel the ground underneath your feet, like, you know, listen to your breath for a minute. Um, you know, listen to our voices and realize like you're here right now. And, uh, and that's important. Um, and if you don't meditate, uh, try it. Cause you'll, you'll get what I mean. <laughs> so, um, all right. One minute left, everybody. Um, I'm going to quickly, uh, check. Uh, let's go to Sav. GM, GM. How's everything? GM. Welcome. So excited to be up here. I wanted to roll off of that meditation i think you know mental wellness is is super important um you know me and a bunch of the guys who have been in the space for like two years have also started trying to do fitness challenges um i know myself through covid uh <laughs> you know definitely put on some weight and yep. so trying drink to a lot of i uh, drank a lot over that period yeah yeah i mean not even the drinking just sit being stuck inside right um i tore my rotator cuff and then i was stuck inside and, you know, it's just one of those things where, you know, trying to work with a community to, you know, hold each other accountable, doing like a little bit of a fitness challenge. I put some money up where, you know, if you just do three days a week, it's uh, the kids can kind of enter in to win a yeah. hundred bucks. And uh, fun. yeah, just trying to get people active. But, you know, go for a walk, get outside. It's freezing in New York City right now. It's like 30 <laughs> degrees real feel. <laughs> but you know you get out with the dog and hang out with some buddies and take care of your mental and physical health and you know try and ride through the bear market amen no i appreciate that gosh yeah being attached to your physical environment and being present so so valuable um well listen we're out of time y'all um that was such a fun show at least for me uh i hope it was fun for you <laughs> so um i appreciate so much uh my co-host clemente and mac uh, mac had to go do important work um, with the, with swoosh and the activation there. So appreciate her Clemente. Thanks for helping me run the show with all the notes. Uh, thank you for our amazing sponsors, Mintify and lucky trader for helping support the show. And thanks to all my amazing speakers who hopped up and shared knowledge. And especially thank you to you, everybody listening. Like you are really the, uh, energy force that drives this whole thing. Uh, wouldn't be here without you. So appreciate you all so much. Uh, don't forget that uh, we've got a little show after this. Um, and uh, it's, it's 
the poppin the poppin post show i think dennis it's called um but make sure to check it out uh it's pinned to the top um it's a lot of fun you all can hang out i've got to run to a meeting um but with that thank you for coming everybody uh the voice why don't you take us out some music and we'll see you on monday Woo woo. everybody have a wonderful wonderful friday uh and we'll see you monday take care you're the best see you later bye bye <laughs>